Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me, mayor of Shemokin Dam. He is associated somehow with one of the Pima thingy mabobs and uh, who even knows. I was once chairman of the Pennsylvania Emergency Communications Committee. And from that, you have deduced that I somehow have been responsible for tsunamis and volcanoes. Responses to them, and not responsible for causing them. I was responsible for the communications in an emergency. Oh, and wow. And the committee, that's what we did. Okay, making sure they're like the uh, emergency. With Pima, we worked with Pima very closely. The director of Pima was on our board. And worked with his emergency alert system? Yes, we did. Okay. So what does that have to do there. with volcanoes? <laughs> Not a thing. You made that up. Oh. Okay. In your attempt to belittle and besmirch my oh, efforts. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're a besmircher. How could I besmirch your character? I mean, you are above board in every way. Thank you. And you're a good Catholic. And you're subpar. <laughs> well, that's true. I am. That is very true. It takes just the right person to see it, but uh, it is very true. Oh, believe me, it's pretty evident. It's obvious. Okay. Yeah. Subpar is good. Remember that when you were watching the Masters. Well, we Sub- ain't playing golf here, buddy. Subpar is how I see this. <laughs> we're going the other way. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe is here. Uh, let's see. I play liberal on the radio, but not remarkably effectively, but uh, certainly try to uh, say that there's got to be another way. And uh, on the other side of the glass, the fabulous producer is Mr. Kevin Hur. He's known as the suit, if you were listening to the Steve Jones show. Uh, we have open phones today. We can talk about the goings on nationally or locally. Uh, we have see. a letter from EB to get us started, as usual. Uh, I see that the subject line is Hunter Biden's laptop, so we'll read yeah. that in a moment. Butterbread's remarkably uninformed. Okay, anyway, moving on. E.B. is his name. E.B., yes. E.B. So, uh, the fact is that we had Jake Corman drop out of the race yesterday, then drop back in. He talked to President Trump, and President Trump dissed William McSwain, making sure that (laughs) Bill knew that uh, he didn't have his support in any way at all whatsoever. Of course, the Dr. Oz TV and radio ads are now running with his endorsement from President Trump, so we got that. And talk about that. Uh, Let's see, the transgender women in sports bill moved out of the house yesterday and goes on to the governor's Amazing desk. Amazing how fast they can move a bill like that, but they can't move radar for municipal police because frankly, the rural Republican and Democratic representatives are afraid that some of their constituents might get a speeding ticket. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's funny, you love municipal radar, but you're going to get a speeding ticket, too. I am. and We all okay. are. The simple thing is, is, always remember what Fred Keller used to say uh, when he was in the State House. If you're not speeding, you won't get a ticket. <laughs> on the other hand, if you're not speeding, you won't get there on time. On the other hand, if the speed limits are too low, then that's a PennDOT issue, not a municipal mm. police oh, yeah. issue. Yeah, that is one of the arguments, is p- uh, speed limits are too low around here. So, hey, to be continued. All right, so that's out there. So the topic of your selection on the Mark Spot 
sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM in your text. Tom is waiting by in Sunbury. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I thought I'd call in for this because I know you guys will never bring it up. Uh, with all this Hunter Biden nonsense going around and the high gas prices, we now find out that uh, our ex-secretary of the Treasury, Stephen Mnuchin, got a one billion, not a million, a B, billion with a B, a one billion dollar deal of some kind from MBS over in Saudi Arabia. This is a guy that chops people up, kills people and chops them up. And also, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump got a $2 billion deal from this same guy, this MBS, guy that kills people and chops them up. Now, we're paying, I th- and I think, I think, personally, because Joe thinks that uh, Joe Biden's involved with, with Hunter Biden. Well, I think Donald Trump is involved in this deal with uh, with Ivanka and Jared for real- this $2 billion deal. Do you realize what this deal is? It's not that not like they were given $2 billion to personally spend. They were investing $2 billion, which Kushner's firm is responsible for investing and protecting. The money doesn't belong to Jared Kushner. It belongs oh, to the Joe, guy who invested it. No, that's Joe, not an ex- Joe, hey, If, if you give me, people, Tom, Tom, hold on a second. People, Tom, this, Tom, this wait a second. Stuff, Tom, Tom, wait a second. Okay. If you give me $500,000 and I'm an investment counselor, do I own that money? No. You own it. I'm responsible for investing it. And that's what's going on here. Let's be fair about that's it. That's exactly what Hunter Biden did. It's exactly no, the same thing. No, it isn't. Thing. He got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for doing nothing on things he had no expertise in. Oh, gosh. It's Joe, the same thing. Joseph. Joe, Are Joe, 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 Joseph? Joe. I'm listening. Your turn. The very first trip that Donald Trump made when he was president, guess where he went? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. To say thank you for the money to he gave they the were showing, They were showing pictures of him doing these sword dances with these guys and smiling and bowing <laughs> and all this stuff. And this Mnuchin and, and, and Jared Kushner and, Ivan, and Ivanka Trump had many trips over to Saudi Arabia while they were in the White House. These are government officials. These are not. These are not private citizens like uh, uh, Hunter Biden. This this is way worse. Okay, what I don't was, think Hunter Biden is anything, but this is really bad. I mean, this, what is, was, this, uh, this is government officials. What was Barack Obama's I mean, this, relationship? This is really bad. I mean, this, this was. This is this influence peddling you're talking about. This influence peddling that you think is so bad. You don't think this is an influence peddling? Tom, what was Barack Obama's relationship with the Saudis? We're not talking about Joe oh, ba- ba- Barack Obama. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the Saudis. Trump and Don, what are you, what are you, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about Barack Obama. We're talking about... Every American president... uh, Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, and Steve Mnuchin. That's who we're talking about. Every American president in the recent memory has made an effort... Has made an effort to court the Saudis. Much worse than the... Much worse... Much, much worse than the... uh, 
Hunter Biden allegation. Okay, so the Saudis invested what one billion in well, according to EB two billion. Uh, two billion. Okay, so two billion. And how much money did Hunter actually get personally out of that other deal? Millions. Okay. Personally, he got millions personally. How much though? I mean, millions can be anything. Could be well, nine hundred ninety-nine million. What was it? He got eight hundred thousand dollars a year in Burisma alone. I don't know. I'm, you keep track of it. I don't. I'm just asking you what the if if I we're on the same scale. I would say the this Hunter Biden stuff is a joke. The corrupt Biden. And family business you know has probably made millions. Is? All right. All right. We got you, Tom. We'll let you wrap up. Anything else to add? Well, I could just say, you know, that they uh, they got uh, Don, Don uh, Trump Jr. They forgot his text messages from November 5th where he's saying that we got the power that we can overthrow this election. They have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, Liz Cheney saying that they have enough evidence right now to turn over to the Department of Justice to convict Donald Trump. There's some more things that you're never going to hear on here, you know? Okay. You can go back to your regular business. I'm sure Stan's going to call up and they're going to make excuses about how this guy can shoot people and everything like that and Lance and talk about abortion and the regular stuff again, but... It's not just the shooting. I have to bring, it's, it, I have to bring up the, the stuff that won't get brought up on this show. Thank you so much. Although, uh, EB sent us an email that has a, a comparable message, but we do appreciate it, Tom. Thanks for trying yeah, thanks, to keep Tom. us straight. Thanks, Tom. Always fun talking All to right. you. Take care. Yep, see you, buddy. All right, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Oh, I was going to say maybe we should read EB's letter since it ties into what we just had. Well, it's too late. Too late. Stands on the line. Ask and ye shall receive. Stands on the line. Uh, as far as Hunter, let's see here. I got I got some numbers here, if I can find them. Oh, yeah. The Chinese were uh, funding uh, Hunter to the tune of millions of dollars through that. And uh, for some reason, the Chinese decided to invest a large sum of money into uh, the University of Pennsylvania down there for the Biden Center before Joey ran for president in, uh, I think it was 2016 or 2017, they started pouring millions of dollars, millions of dollars into the university down there. And, and, and did you know that Anthony Blinken was running the Biden Center down there before he became Secretary of State and pulling large amount of funds out of there? So, you know, things, things were a little crooked there with uh, China and stuff as far as Biden goes. Anthony Blinken so was I, I pulling a lot of money out of the University of Pennsylvania? Believe me, if there's something going on nefarious with the Trumps and 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 Kushner and Ivanka with Saudi Arabia, believe me, they're they're probably all over it. But they haven't found anything, have they? Other than the money was invested. Am I correct in that? Well, that's the point. It's not. It's not. Doesn't become Jared Kushner's money because somebody puts a two billion dollar deposit in his firm. He becomes responsible for that money. I'm assuming he's a fiduciary, which means he's required to act in the best interest of his clients. And as you most say they the, want a return on the investment, the principal right. plus. Well, in, uh, okay. Of course. Of course. Now, now, Hunter was helping the Chinese communists purchase uh, companies and land in this in, in America. You know, for who knows what, you know, the, the Chinese have purchased up large acreage of property out in the West, and probably in the East here, too, if you really looked into it. And and, and Hunter was, uh, you know, responsible for helping to invest that stuff in his firm. Now, you're right. Any any firm, you know, Kushner, he'll get a percentage of whatever sure. is done, which is the way those firms work. They all get a percentage, and Hunter was getting a percentage. But it's the other, uh, you know, the... 
Uh, well, he got uh, three billion million dollars from the mayor's ex-mayor's wife uh, of Russia, you know, Moscow mayor, uh, into his firm. Well, actually, that was a non-repayable loan or non—I forget exactly what they called—but they they called it a loan, but he didn't have to repay it. The Is Chinese that... did the same thing for Hunter? Okay, that's all on his laptop. That stuff's all been put out by his laptop. Like I said, read red-handed by Peter Schweizer. It all lays it out there, and he's got it well footnoted with the information, where it came from. And, you know, the Chinese uh, people that were investing with Hunter were mostly people, uh, the intelligence agencies from China. So Stay they're up. all connected to the CCP. And, and Joey there, down there, he was deeply involved. It's just they kept him hidden. He was the big guy. He's the big guy. Okay, I got you. Stan, let me ask so you it, quick it's questions. In there. It's out there. The information's out there. You just got to go look for it. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Well, now, have a great day. No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. How much of what Hunter did do we know for a fact so far is illegal? We certainly know that he's selling influence and act, action, or not act, what do you say, access to his father. Okay, so that's that. Not that's really. illegal, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's not. Not it's illegal to sell access to the president? It's oh, no, I mean to and illegal to sell him influence well to, to the, sort like of say that you United have States. access do you remember when bill clinton was renting out the lincoln bedroom for to campaign contributors yeah, you remember that been illegal <laughs> if it wasn't okay all right so anyway all right so and i'm just saying it, it should be and I, I don't care which party it is that stuff shouldn't be happening with national property there you know, we go the united states of america shouldn't happen okay right. so what do, what do we know that's that uh Hunter has done illegally. This access to his father is part of, is one thing. That's that. And we also know, did he not pay taxes on some of the funding until he got caught and then he made a big lump sum? They're, they're digging into They're investigating down Delaware. All right. And that's he was stuff. not that's a registered foreign agent for these people, correct? So that's That was one thing that questionable. I Okay. So, you know, the, they'll probably get him on tax evasion. It's probably what they'll get. Now, the question is, was uh, Joe reporting the money that he was getting from that because he was getting 10 percent 10 percent for the big guy that's right and his tax files well that's not proven that's not proven joe uh, can't explain where where some of the money came from to be continued time will tell all right perfect time will tell and uh jared kushner's investment from saudi arabia in what way is that illegal if at all i don't know if it is i i mean if he's perfectly through an investment you know, a corporation, it probably isn't. It's like Hunter's necessarily wasn't, unless he was selling influence, which it appears to be because he was setting up meetings with the vice president with these chai comms who were coming here when, when Joe was vice president. All right. That's all laid out. That, that's, you know, proven fact that those meetings were laid out. The emails are on his laptop, and they wanted to keep it all on the down low. They didn't want it out there. Stan, did you read so, this so, book? So if you don't want it, stuff like that to be known, what do you hide? Stan, did you read this book, Red Handed? Yes. Oh, my God. It's all God. in there footnoted. They have Shocked. it footnoted, so you can go find look the sources where he's getting his information. All right, we got you. Thank There's you so much. of pages of footnotes. Bring us more highlights as time permits, but we have to move on. Thank you, sir. All right, have a great day. Appreciate that. Uh, one of our... Uh,
listeners clears this up once and for all, says 10% for the big guy is taxes, meaning 10% for the U.S. government. Oh, right, right. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I thought That's what I thought it was, too. All right, hold on, Lance. I just got to hit this button. Stand by. I know I'm on speaker anyway, so that'll work out. Stand by, buddy. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Joe and I never kiss and make up. Let's just get that oh, please. right, let's, right let's out of the way. Clear about that. I kissed his forehead one time, and that'll never happen again. Okay. Yeah, well, that was only because you thought I was dead. Uh, I thought he'll wake up shortly if this will repulse him to the... F- and it worked. You've he, heard of Rapunzel. You're repulsive. <laughs> woke up. Let your hair down. Well, Rapunzel, isn't that ironic? Cause yeah, let your hair down. Rapunzel I Rapunzel no had to let, let her hair down, and of course you can't really... Uh, so I much, would steal uh, her hair and take it. Right. I uh, Yeah, you're that low. I, I believe that is true. Hey, I bought truck. I bought a truck for Joe. It is an F-150. It's a limited edition. Now, it's a little bit more than he typically pays for a truck. We're above the well, 50 it doesn't matter. mark. You said you bought it for me, so right, I don't care. Right. So, well, but I, you're worth it, it it's so that I don't have to kiss his forehead. But this truck is uh, limited, which means it's a luxury truck, rides like a car. It's Admiral Blue, but the uh, seats are what they call uh, light slate Venetian, which is this ultra-fine sort of grayish blue, like a slate with a little blue in it. It's just gorgeous. Leather-wrapped instrument panel and uh, roof rollover thingamabobbers or leather-topped. It has uh, a blue-tinted carbon fiber interior accents. has these tool lines all over the place. has the tow technology package, Joe, so if you ever buy your boat again, you'll be able to back it right down the ramp without any difficulty at all. has the unleashed sound system, 18 speakers around there, so you'll be able to listen to big band music super loud. has a power tailgate so you and a step and a tailgate work surface so you can uh, do some work there and then when you're ready to climb into the back of the bed to put uh, good stuff back in there you can just step up has two steps on the step instead of just one has Ford Copilot 360 the active package that's what I have on my truck that it basically drives itself but it does tell you to keep putting your hands back on the wheel but just a fantastic I got you the five foot box with the super crew but you can get a six foot box and a shorter cab if you want or you can go both you can go with the double cab super crew two sets of seats luxury leather seats uh, bucket seats in the front and in the back and an eight foot bed now the whole thing's as long as a tuna boat but i'll tell you what you would love this truck joe wait till you see it it's perfect that's perfect for joe and it was was, yeah it did cost me more than 60 but less than seventy thousand dollars but it's a luxury ford f-150 sunbury motor company sunburymotors.com all right Uh, lance thank you for waiting 
waiting. Very, very much appreciated. You're on the mark. Okay, why? I'd like to call and apologize for yesterday my comments about uh, United Way and Planned Parenthood. I'm about 30-some years out of sync on that. Uh, back when I was talking about, you know, in our church and at work and everything, that was in the mid-'80s. And I guess I thought that the leopard did not change their spots. And apparently they have. So the United Way nationally was a Planned Parenthood funder at one point, but isn't now? Is that Well, we know the local one isn't, but uh, nationally, same story? Remember, I read that yesterday. It said 3% or less of United yeah. Way support that. Well, that's still supporting it, you know what I mean? It's still, uh, before it was a national deal. But uh, the folks here uh, don't do that, right? Right. It's not, yeah. Okay, speak Normally up. Normally I keep up with things, and I didn't, and I do apologize for Okay, that. what else? Now, what else is on your well, mind? Okay, well, of course, uh, this being uh, Alcohol Awareness Month and everything, why, yep. um, you ought to think about it, the fact that uh, you're 40 times more luck- likely to get whacked by a drunk driver than a mass shooter, and that's really the truth, and that uh, kids dying one way or another from alcohol... Uh, you add up the numbers, is worse than all the illegal drugs put together. So it's uh, just something to be aware of. What should we do? Well, understand that that can happen, you know. So watch out for the drunks, you know. Really, okay. really should. When you see somebody uh, that's weaving in and out and everything, you know, call the police. Get them off of the road. Get some real uh, teeth in our drunk driving laws. I mean, gee, there's uh, <laughs> all kinds of folks that, uh, you know, drink and drive, and I think they all should be aware of what can happen. I mean, start at that level, and we have some uh, education in the schools where it shows just the awful stuff that alcohol does to your brain. Uh, slows down the brain cells power to reproduce that will uh, dry out your skin turn your uh, liver to cardboard and all kinds of uh, neat stuff like that all right so so I think that would that would be good to have a real uh, educational program more awareness all right yeah we have them from time to time on sunrise we'll have more coming up the uh, folks are coming back on that we're here from United in recovery so but let's be, be honest on. we talk in this program all the time about how responsible gun owners there are many responsible people who drink from time to time doesn't mean everybody right. yourself included I haven't had well I, I plan to have something tomorrow some punch that I'm making but okay. other than that I haven't had a, you have a Monday Thursday Christmas. punch that you whip up every year I do uh, okay <laughs> yeah okay now this is uh, a good uh, teachable moment I can never equate the two where I say that you know gun owners we send billions of rounds down range and nothing nobody ever gets hurt and people imbibe gallons and gallons and gallons of alcohol and don't, no problems at all. But they don't seem to equate. I mean, um, I think it should. 
Well, we tried prohibition and that didn't work. So right, I don't think you're going to get anywhere. But thank you for bringing us up to date on alcohol. Well, awareness is yeah. helping. I well, mean, no, numbers no, are no. down, so that's good. Still no, high, no. but de- down. No, wait a minute. Here, here too. We can say that. Well, prohibition works so well with alcohol. Let's try it with guns, huh? Oh, well, why not? Right. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be just as effective. I don't think anybody's banning any guns anytime soon. Alcohol was banned. I know. No, it it wasn't illegal. I don't think it was illegal to consume it. It was illegal to sell it or buy it. No, I guess it was illegal to consume it. I'm trying to remember. There was... yeah, they, they went after they went after people originally who consumed it, but then eventually they realized the problem was the people who were selling it. Okay. Yeah. Then the revenueers came after them. Yep. They All right. The All right. Problem. Thanks. Yep. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for calling in. Very much appreciated. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Write that down. You're going to need it during the next hour. We've got open phones. Talked a little bit about Hunter Biden. and I read EB's letter since he's... Hit it. Since On the Mark has spent so much time discussing the unproven and unsubstantiated allegations against Hunter Biden, perhaps you would spend an equal amount of time discussing the unsubstantiated uh, and unproven allegations against... No, 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 no. They're the same. Same thing. Read it the way it's All written. Right. Spend an equal amount of time discussing the fact that Jared Kushner's private equity firm received a $2 billion investment from the Saudis, to whom the Trump administration was exceedingly accommodating. Remember, they even let MBS get away with killing journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Ethics experts say this creates the appearance that Jared was paid back for his actions in the White House. Let me stop you there real quick. Every White House in history since Nixon has been extremely friendly to the I, Saudis. That was the point I was making to Tom. Because of one thing and one Oil. thing only. <laughs> anyway, right. go ahead. Continue with the list. What Kushner earned is way beyond. And Kushner didn't earn this $2 billion, EB. Get real. You you can't be that far off the mark. Read the letter. All right. What Kushner earned is way beyond what Hunter Biden is alleged to have made. I'm sure you'll want to just dig as deeply into this because the focus solely on Hunter Biden and not on the serious allegations against Jared would be hypocritical and partisan, right? I look forward to hearing you discuss this as intently as you've discussed Hunter and his laptop. In case you haven't seen it, because fake Fox News surely won't report it, here's the story. And then he gives us a link. But this is not Jared Kushner's $2 billion. It belongs to the man who invested it, and he's running a legal investment company. So come on, EB, get with it. All right. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Super guy. Natural born listener. He's got fox funnels on that do change things that go into his ears, but he definitely listens uh, sometimes. So he is here and on the other side of the glass uh, Mr. Kevin Hurst, our great producer. Uh, of course, answering the phone in a big hurry and making sure that folks get on the radio and also appropriate bumper music. So uh, we're going 
going to hear in a moment why he played that last piece of bumper music. So that's in the news today. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I play liberal on the radio, not exceedingly well. So this is an opportunity. If you could do better than me, please, please call us and give me some help. I need it. All right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. That's where I got Joe McGranahan's F-150 limited truck. It's a pretty expensive truck, but it's all leather and it's a fabulous vehicle. I went out in the parking lot during the news to look for it. I don't see it. It's out there. It's in the side lot. It's, I wouldn't put it out front. What if a door banger hit it or something? Oh, okay. It's, it, I don't really own it yet. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll admit. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, in the news today, one GOP gubernatorial candidate says one of our first potential tasks as governor is to undo all the executive orders signed by Governor Tom Wolf. Former U.S. and state legislator Melissa Hart of Allegheny County said this during Monday night's forum with the Susquehanna Valley conservatives. She says she ha- we have had some bad governors in the past. Lord knows the last eight years under Governor Wolf have been even worse. And I want to turn all that around. One of my other goals as soon as I get into office would be to turn back all of his executive orders. We've seen this governor decide that the legislature is irrelevant and he's trying to govern by executive order. Hart says another big reason she's running for governor is to better protect small businesses and abolish the spousal inheritance tax for small businesses. Now, when you heard uh, Kevin play the music, says first you're in and then you're out, he was in. <laughs> He's reporting on this. Jake Corman, president of the Senate and a GOP gubernatorial candidate who was just on WKOK's On the Marco program uh, Friday, has petitioned to remain in the race just hours after he petitioned to have his name removed from the ballot. What happened in between? Well, he spoke with former President Donald Trump. Uh, Corman says, quote, two developments today have led me to decide to stay in the race for governor. President Trump's statement on the race and my conversation directly with the president. He encouraged me to keep fighting, and so that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> now, President Trump did not say he was going to endorse Corman. Who was he going to fight? Uh, who's he going to fight? Yeah, he said the president urged him to keep fighting. Well, Lou Barletta and Doug Mastriano and So maybe Trump wanted else. him to challenge them to a boxing match. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Corman, endorse him. Corman has a Trump advisor on board that may have played a part in this. Kellyanne Conway is an advisor for the campaign. Of course, Corman, a Belfont resident, received just 4% support in the latest WHTM TV poll. Lou Barletta had 19.8% and Doug Mastriano had 194 Imagine that the president wouldn't like uh, President Trump wouldn't like Lou Barletta, as close as they were when he was in office. Well, I think both of them would appeal. I I think the dilemma with Doug Mastriani is he's so vitriolically, I'm going to use the word hateful, that's not precisely the right word. I think kooky might be the right word. Right. He's just so far, so so extreme in his behavior that that might be why President Trump, remember, Trump's criteria isn't necessarily that you agree with my policies, (laughs) it's electability, and that's why he chose Dr. Oz, because he knew right. Trump plus Oz would and be a I winning said you combination. The same thing that I thought that's about electability, name recognition, right? As opposed to the short. Hard for the Democrats to come down on uh, on um, on Dr. Oz because their liberal, lovely icon called him America's doctor. All right. So anyway, David White got a let. Well, anyway, you get the idea. So uh, Jake Corman is back in the race uh, as is has he, been. Did the judge allow it? 
Uh, I'm not sure that it needs to be judged. I think you just ask, and they have to. It's this is the Department of State. It's not okay. uh, a judge per se. These aren't petitions. I think you just petition to do it, and that's what happens. Uh, I think I'll, I'll check on that. That'll be easy to check on. All right. Uh, if a bill passed by the state house becomes law, Pennsylvania would become just the latest state of 20 or so who have prohibited transgender athletes from competing in women's sports. Our correspondent Mark Sims has this story. Representative Barb Glein, one of five female House members and former athletes who introduced the bill last April, says allowing biological males to compete in women's sports would destroy fair competition. Biologically, males and females are different. This fact simply cannot be reversed through surgery or changes in hormones. But Representative Brian Sims says it's ironic the bill is called the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. This bill is not about promoting fairness, nor is it about protecting or upholding women's rights. I believe that this bill discriminates against trans people. The bill now goes to the Senate. Governor Wolf has said he will veto the bill should it reach his desk. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. I, I just had a great idea. We're approaching this all wrong. The State Mayor's Association is approaching getting radar from municipal police all wrong. We should ask that a bill be introduced called the Transgender Radar Police Reform Bill. All right, and that'll speed through the House and the Senate, but <laughs> what happens go- in the end? The governor will sign it because it says a radar, specifically okay. allow transgender officers, should there be any, at every any time in the future, <laughs> along with other police officers to use radar. Perfect. When Just before it gets to the governor's death, get a magic marker and cross out all the transgender parts of it so it just says radar. No, I mean, uh, we certainly don't want to keep transgender police officers, should there ever be any, from using radar. Oh, there are. So this would allow you to them to use it and other municipal police. Kevin, did you want to say something? <laughs> no, he's shaking his head. No way. <laughs> transgender radar. Oh, no, good. Thanks. <laughs> transgender radar is the corollary to gaydar that's out there in and the world. And incidentally, you know, our friend E.B. said that talked about how the Fox media wouldn't report on Jared Kushner. I'd like, you know, the New York Post is owned by Rupert Mur- Murdoch's company, the same as uh, Fox News. Mm-hmm. Fox News reported on it. Mm-hmm. And this morning in the New York Post, the story says, and it's just two paragraphs here, uh, there's more to the story, but the two are relevant. Former first son-in-law Jared Kushner received a $2 billion investment from Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund with, with experienced annual management fees of $25 million. <laughs> According to a new report drawing comparisons to first son Hunter Biden's overseas business ventures, Kushner's firm, Affinity Partners, made the deal shortly after President Donald Trump left office, despite a Saudi public investment fund review panel's concerns about inexperience and a due diligence review that was unsatisfactory in all aspects, according to minutes of a June meeting reported by the New York Times. All right. So there's, the, there's Rupert Murdoch's right-wing newspaper, along with Fox Media, reporting exactly what E.B. said they wouldn't report and uh, what Tom said they wouldn't report. Okay, thank you for that. Well, that is uh, great information. Uh, let's see, uh, from uh, as we finish up news headlines here from Harrisburg, the uh, Twitter, in order to show that they don't issue conservatives, the official Twitter account... Of, tight. <laughs> thank you. Uh, they Can I have that word again, please? Eschew. Eschew, yes. It means right. to... Uh, it means you say gesundheit after it. I, I had the word of the day. <laughs> Cookie. But now that replaced it. Eschew. Yeah, look it up. It means to uh, hold in disdain or to disfavor. Right. Uh, let's see. Finally, the, the official... Eschew. 
Thank you. <laughs> Still the, sounds like a sneeze. That's why I say Gesundheit every time he says it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on, men, please. The official Twitter account of Pennsylvania's House Republicans has been suspended by Twitter, the account which has 31,000 followers. Isn't that funny? 31,000 followers. I mean, like <laughs> President Trump got suspended and he had 19 billion followers. The House Republicans in Harrisburg have 31,000 followers. It now displays a message. Twitter suspends accounts that violate Twitter's rules. Twitter says accounts may be suspended for spam, account security at risk, or due to abusive tweets or abusive behavior. Jason Gottesman, a spokesperson for the House Republicans, uh, says they were not warned of the suspension. And then, and he says, any thoughts about why the account was suspended is pure speculation. He tweeted that the, on the caucus Twitter account that he's been having issues after they were hacked several weeks ago, and that they're working with Twitter to restore the account. There's a charge. A criminal charge. Abusive tweet. <laughs> Why, he abused my tweet. All right. We asked for calls and got them. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. I wanted to know why it's so important to Joe to have radar in Smoking Dam. What, what? Why is it so important why to have radar? Why is radar so important for you to have it in Smoking Dam? Well, not necessarily important. Well, let this. me answer your question. It's not necessarily important for Smoking Dam to have it, but municipal police in Pennsylvania are the only police in the United States of America prohibited by law from using radar. Every other state, 49 other states, allows it. The bill that's in front of the legislature makes puts in plenty of safeguards to make sure that people and municipalities don't abuse it, and it's a matter of fairness. You have in Pennsylvania, in townships that don't, and boroughs that don't have police departments, the speed is being maintained by radar used by the state police. So yeah, it's a matter of equity. It's safer. You D- like, And it's safer. You like the word equity, don't you, Bob? Why is it safer? It's safer because the other devices, like NRAD and VASCAR, uh, uh, require you to use setups on the highway. Radar just allows you to sit there and shoot the gun. And by the way, municipal police would not be allowed to move. They'd have to stay fixed. And before any radar could be used on a municipal street, PennDOT would have to approve the speed limit as being appropriate. And state police have well, moving radar. Well, if police officers would sit at traffic lights, they would catch people running traffic lights, and they don't do that. They do indeed. I, I hate to tell you. Them. No, they do not. I've never seen them sit anywhere except in Orchard Hills. Well, forgive me, but... Or being, when you come off the bypass. Being the, the mayor... I ever saw your police sit. Being the mayor, I think I might know a little bit better than you do what our police department does, and they do... I only see them sitting at Orchard Hills Red Light... And went off the bypass. And you just Where used the, these, the operative words, I only see. We do speed enforcement on the old trail. We do speed enforcement on other, on 11th Avenue, on so 8th you, Avenue. So you do have a speed trap that you can use. Well, it's not a speed trap. Radar. It's just a and timing device. And the old device. trail is 30 or 35 miles an hour. That's set by the state. That's not set by the borough. That's a state road. Right. Besides, it wouldn't be safe to say that uh, the old trail's a speed trap. They set up the, uh, what's it, NRAD once in a while. It's not all the time. A speed trap is there all the time. I only ever saw it set up at the Orchard Hills traffic light. That's oh. the only place I've ever seen that thing set up at. They, I don't think they do set It's it set up, up on 15 from time to time southbound, okay. which is a borough road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
And that's supposed to be a state police uh, enforced road. Well, both. Both can do it. The, the highway, the 11 and 15, is supposed to be a state no, police highway. No, in the borough, it's a municipal road, too. State police can enforce the laws on any road in the Commonwealth. Our police can only enforce them in the borough of Shemokin Dam. Bob, you got to do a ride along with the cops. You can. You could <laughs> well, learn how something. did that lady end up on top of a, uh, the restaurant driving 80 miles an hour smoking Dam and the cops didn't catch her? Oh, my God. Come on, Bob. Let me put it to you this way. She started in Lycoming County. What happened to the police all the other <laughs> police along the way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm just wondering why radar is so, you know, desirable because the speed limits are too slow already and everybody always does. I do nine miles above the speed limit because they always said 10, ten That's safe arrested, sometimes. No, they say nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, yeah. All That's right. Hard. Like I'm saying, I mean, there's a reason it's not passing and it's because the people don't want it. Right. I, I we're already arrested. We're already pulled over in town for just circling the town. That's do you ever, like, you ever you know, leave Pennsylvania? Do Bob, do you ever leave Pennsylvania? Ever yeah, go to any I've, other I've states? To, I've never left the country. No, but have you left Pennsylvania? I've been uh, as far as Kentucky, as far as Maine. Every other one Florida. of those states, every one of those states the that you passed through had radar. Was Georgia. Well, every one of those states you pass through municipal allows municipal police. police to use radar. Except Pennsylvania. I have no idea. I really they don't do. care. They <laughs> do. But I'm just wondering why it's such a big deal that, you know, there's there's a reason why it's not going through. The reason, the reason is, is that... the people don't want it. No, the reason is municipal... Thing, the people can have their voice heard. Municipal police radar has not a problem in 49 other states. <laughs> oh, it may be a problem, but it's not a problem here. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Thanks for calling in. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, this is only going to take you a moment. Read all the emails from top to bottom. <laughs> okay. Tom says, making excuses for government people who make deals with a known killer is pathetic. Gas is more expensive because of this also. That's from our friend Tom, who started the program off this morning. WRR says, paying for access to the President of the United States is not illegal. Example, people pay extra money at a fundraising dinner to be seated at the table with the President. Not saying that that is appropriate, but that is not, uh, is that not paying for access? Good point. If selling access to the big guy isn't illegal, is the big guy inconspicuously accepting monies as a result legal? Good question. The first bus from Texas rolled into Washington this morning. Keep them coming. I uh, hope it becomes a tent city. Uh, immigrants. Right. I assumed that. Yeah. And then, good morning. The Trump family was the most lawless crime family ever in the White House. The Biden family brings peace and love, not separation, to America. The Hunter Biden working as a, as a lawyer in Ukraine is just noise from the lawless family. Lock Trump family up. <laughs> I think that was from Bob, <laughs> I think I'm assuming. Uh, and then one more. Then if you get elected to office and employ your children or other relatives, you're only asking for trouble. I would hope that an elected president would be smarter than that. All right, so S2. those are the emails. We got 1 800 795 9565. That's two. Thank you. Are you okay? tight. Thank you. Yeah, he can't resist. All right, <laughs> That's we got to be my new favorite word now. Uh, 
What's the definition? Uh, I thought you liked alacrity when I used it last week. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> you deliberately avoid it. Yeah, I can't use alacrity. That's, no, no, that's what it's chew. Oh, you deliberately avoid yeah, it. Right. Okay. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got one call coming in, but you're we'll not take... going to chew the break, are you? Nope. I'm going to finally hit it. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Red alert. <laughs> Joe, you missed it. Kevin, you have to play it again. What was it? I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> I'm have not my headphones you. on. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Well, he's not playing it. He will. Yet. It's from video. It takes a while to queue up. Oh, okay. He'll play <laughs> Radar love. Okay. Are you happy now? <laughs> now I am. Right. Jeez. That's perfect. All right. Thank you. All right. We got a caller on board, Jim from Ashland, PA. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Speaking of radar love, uh, the radar site over there by Roarbox is uh, on the list. So uh, we really don't have to worry about a nuclear war. Uh, that would be one of the first targets. So, uh, oh, 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 the satellite rece- reception uh, dishes, the ra- satellite reception yeah. dishes that are over in the Catawissa area. You think that's the that in Berwick? So we'll see a, bl- a blinding light on the end of it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk okay. about the hundred. It's the feel-good call of the day. Thank you, Mister Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the truth. Right. Um, gotcha. Um, the 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 hundred and seven district belongs to the people of this of both Schuylkill and Northumberland County. And um, the reason I'm calling is we're, uh, I'm trying to help the can- uh, Joanne Sturr, who's a, a, a good woman and a valid candidate for the seat. And uh, Northumberland County is not working with us, which is uh Well, I think sad. they picked their candidate. Didn't the Northumberland County Republicans pick them? Tanner? Or, Tanny? Or Tanny, I yeah, guess so. Yeah, well, um, but... but um, you know what? We, what we found, um, when it comes to endorsements, there's two words you need to remember as far as endorsements, and that is Steve Welsh. He was the candidate in 2010 that the Republicans uh, committee and uh, state committee and all said, ooh, he's the guy, he's the one. For what? He finished third against the first state, for a Senate to run against uh, Casey. I got you. He, he, uh, he finished third. Well, I don't know that uh, Northumberland County right. Republicans. We Republican, yeah. yeah. We don't like uh, we don't like endorsed candidates usually, and uh, we like a fair and level playing field. The uh, who's um, 
the lady who's running the Republican Party in Northumberland County won't allow Mr. to have access to the uh, committee people. They're the, the, the ground troops of any election, you know. They work the polls. They uh, call people. Um, that's not fair, and that's not right. We would not do that. Schuylkill County uh, is trying to uh, do its best for everybody. Well, tell her and, to call here. We, she has an open mic anytime. Uh, what's that? Tell her to call here. She has an open mic anytime. We have a sunrise show that well, candidates can I, I did can tell come her up. that. I did tell her that, and she's going to be calling you. Brother, because, um, all, you know, we want somebody to represent us, and unfortunately it's a bi-county thing now. But we're not looking to do anything to hurt North Irma. We're looking to work for the people in the area. And that's what matters. It's about the people. It's not about anybody owning a seat or their seat. It belongs to the people. But what's Let's wrong with what's, what's wrong with endorsing candidates and working for a candidate you like? If that's what uh, Schuylkill County well, is doing, why do you fault well, Northumberland no, no. County? Well, what I'm talking on a state level, um, they they have gone. Actually, the state committee has gone away from endorsing candidates because the let the people choose is is the is the thought and. You know, the people well, are terrible than we at choosing. give them the credit for. Well, let me ask you this. In all fairness, supposing she got the endorsement from the uh, the party, would she reject it? Um, I don't think she was even uh, considered. No, I'm just asking if she would. Does she feel that strongly against I I endorsements? I I, uh, that's, that's pure that's speculation. I honestly don't know the answer. When she comes on, uh, you, you make sure to ask her that question. Okay, fair yeah, enough. good point. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a valid question, and I honestly don't know what the answer is. But they, they, it doesn't matter. It's an issue people. of fairness. In parties, yeah. political parties have done this all the time. They say we are not the representative of democracy or a nation's republic. We are a private club right. called the Northumberland County Republicans. We endorse whomever right. we wish, and we we uh, issue whoever right. we issue. wish. Issue, issue, right. whoever we wish. Yeah, yeah. That's a, <laughs> I, um, but I am vexed by that. And I will not Ooh, brook that. That's a word of the day. No. Vexed. <laughs> gotcha. Listen, make I sure she calls it. us, Jim. Use the same Thanks. telephone All number right. you used it and get through. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your call. Yeah, and I think the Pennsylvania Republicans, since they had so many good candidates this time, they didn't endorse anybody. And plus, they're terribly bad at it. They almost always endorse the wrong person in the primary. Well, I mean, I agree same with the, with the Democrats. I agree with the principle. I don't think the party should get involved in endorsing candidates. I do agree I with agree. our caller that it should be up to the people to make the decision. And the party should be responsible for making sure that every candidate running in their party gets a fair chance to make their case to the voters. In Northumberland County, Republicans uh, have picked candidates that they favor, and some of them are going to be calling on the mark on the 29th. Uh, they've arranged for one to call right after another. They're in town for something either that day or the next day, so they're going to call one right after another. And of course, Mr. Tanny is on that list, and the, the woman from Schuylkill County is not on that list. But she's welcome to call anytime, as any caller can. She's welcome to come on Sunrise and introduce herself to our morning audience. The news department will do a news story about the uh, the new candidate, and um, any any bona fide candidate that's now on the ballot is capable of getting on Sunrise and then on On the Mark in that order. Yes. Speaking of candidates, tomorrow Charlie Garreau is going to be on. He'll be here in person, so he gets a half an hour of airtime on On the Mark. He's already been on sunrise and now he can come on the on the mark show all right we'll take a vexed quick, vexed which which Eschew. means uh, right which means what Eschew. 
What does vexed mean? I mean, I know I I use it all the time. Uh, Let's see. The uh, adjective version is a troubled persistently, especially with petty annoyances. Petty annoyances. The adjective is causing difficulty in finding an answer or or, or solution. It's a vexing issue. There's no argument there. Okay. Thank you so much. Word of the day, man, over there. We've had three words of the day. Most days we don't have any, but today we have three. (laughs) So this is lucky us. It's been a good day. Uh, Yeah. Very good day. We're actually better than Reader's Digest right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Wordle people listen to our show now, hoping that they'll pick up clues. All right, 1-800. This is all just sophistry. (laughs) Right. Wordle on the pot. I'm not looking that one up. (laughs) It's cleverly deceptive reasoning. (laughs) Oh, brother. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236. You can do like no one has done, and that's text us at 70236. And send the keyword OTM. One of our listeners uh, followed up with an article related to the natural gas use on stoves. I don't know how many people use natural but gas when we on get stoves. Back, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I'd like to discuss the mainstream media predicting that if the Republicans take control of Congress, the end of democracy is approaching. Didn't we just hear that if Democrats keep doing what they're doing, democracy is going to end I soon? I think democracy must be very fragile <laughs> at this point. <laughs> We're, well, and I still like, uh, uh, who was it that sat over there and said, America just keeps getting better and better. The more divided we are, the more we realize that it's working right. So, to be continued. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. It's the word of the day. It's the word of the day. Oh, 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 oh. It's the word of the day. It's the word of the day. <laughs> Who is that, Kevin? <laughs> I don't know. It's a kid's thing. The oh, word of the okay. day. I got you. Yeah, he's, been, he's been watching Noggin again. Vex. <laughs> what was there? Oh. What was our other word of the day today? We've had three. Well, we vexed, so- I mentioned sophistry. Oh, sophistry. Well, that's never going to be a word of the day. And neither is that inaccurate here. Or a chew. Was, wasn't a chew. Wasn't a shoe the other one? A shoe. Yeah. A shoe. All right, read this, Joe, and then you, then the clipping in front of you. Okay, first, the, you well, know. We talked about natural gas. No, just the first two paragraphs is fine. Uh, Heads up to the 40 million American households with gas stoves. Your appliances constantly leaking methane, a potent greenhouse gas, even when it's turned off. That's according to a new study published late last month in Environmental Science and Technology. Researchers from Stanford University found that even when gas stoves aren't running, they release 2.6 million tons of methane into the air each year, a figure on par with the amount of greenhouse gas that 500,000 cars release. Annually. Yeah, maybe they just leak it. They used to use an actual flame for pilot. Now they use a spark. And ju- again, first two paragraphs of this, and that'll take care of that. As more cities and states try to cut carbon emissions, some are taking aim at a new target, natural gas inside homes. Buildings, through heating and cooking, use almost a third of the natural gas consumed in the U.S. In July, Berkeley, California became the first city in the country to ban natural gas in new buildings starting next year. City officials say new efficient electric appliances have lower carbon footprints than gas-powered furnaces and water heaters. Okay. Another bizarre thing from Well, California. and I think you'll see some municipalities that will pass laws, and I've heard about this where they pass a law that any heating form that you wish to use is legal, that no form is banned. So if you wish to use electric or wood or coal or natural gas, you're permitted to make your selection. Okay. 
Now, here's the story that I thought I found very interesting this morning. American democracy is likely coming to an end, at least according to liberal media networks such as MSNBC, ABC, and CBS, oh my God. as well as Democrat politicians. On Tuesday, Fred Wellman, the former executive director of the Lincoln Project, tweeted, Norms and traditions are going to end our democracy. Later that day, the Washington Post published a column by Jennifer Rubin, who warned the impact of COVID-19 may be hastening the demise of democracy in the United States. Trust in U.S. institutions has been declining for years, thanks to government scandals, economic dislocation, increasing inequality, and social media, Rubin wrote. Now evidence is growing that the coronavirus pandemic is making the phenomenon worse. Prior to the column, Rubin warned about the fragility of American democracy, such as when she predicted in December that Senator Joe Manchin's vote against President Biden's Build Back Better plan could send American democracy hurtling to its demise. On Sunday, Rolling Stone published similar criticism against Manchin, titled How Joe Manchin Knifed the Democrats and Bailed on Saving Democracy. Democrats are often given airtime by their allies in the media to blame Republican laws and policies, especially those of former President Trump, for the impending death or end of democracy. The alarmist talking point is echoed by network analysts and pundits. During a panel discussion on MSNBC's Morning Joe, frequent guest Donnie Deutsch claimed that if the Democrats cannot understand what wins elections, then democracy is over. <laughs> well... Uh, well, Republicans say the same thing, that if Democrats get in control, you know, our republic will end as we know it. So. But they, they go on to say, if we don't get this right, this time it's over. You put McCarthy back in, you put Trump back in, and our democracy is over. I'm not overstating it. That's where we're at, and the Democrats have to understand what wins elections and what loses elections. So, in other words, here we are again with this inflamed rhetoric. If the Republicans get in, the end of democracy as we know it. The Democrats get in, the end of democracy as we know it. We're going to become communist and socialist. I think this country is stronger than that. Yeah, you know, I think the majority of the people, look what's happening with Joe Biden. He came in, said he was a centrist. He moved far to the left. And what's happened? His popularity rating has decreased exponentially. It's plummeted. People realize that he sold them a bill of goods. I mean, I think Joe Biden is perhaps one of the best snake oil salesmen in the history of American politics. Well, and I think what happened is uh, now he can't be, he's so low in the ratings and so many other things are going on. And he can't try to affect any of the things that he wanted to implement anyway. He can't well, he, do. He refuses to accept any responsibility. The buck does not stop with Joe Biden. It gets passed on to anybody else who happens to be near. First, it was uh, the supply chain issues. Then it was the price of gas. Then the meat manufacturers were gouging us. The gas companies are gouging us. Oh, now it's the Putin price increase <laughs> I saw that. that we hear every day. Yeah, that was the latest tweet, reiterating that uh, the gasoline prices increase. What was from, Joe Biden's responsibility? He, like Sergeant Schultz on the old Hogan's Heroes, know he knows nothing. Not Thing. Well, anyway, okay, so, um, yeah, so Joe, the, the bad thing about this is Joe Biden's so unpopular now that he really is immobilized. He can't do anything, you know, like we're, we're having high gas prices, so this would be a perfect time to try to implement something that relates to, uh, uh, you, know, fo- you know, reducing our dependence on fossil fuels. So, but it can't do that now because, of course, we've got to burn more ethanol. We've got to use up our natural res- national reserves so that we can, and, and, of course, allow more drilling or whatever that happens to take. So he's not able to do that. So that's the downside. But again, 
again, you know, as bad as President Trump was, Joe Biden has turned out to be the, the same, only different. And uh, I have always been hoping that next we'll get a real president in there, somebody that can actually run the country and put us in the right direction. Well, the thing I liked about Franklin Roosevelt was he made mistakes. But when he made them, when he had a policy that didn't work, he backed off of it and tried something else. Now, yes, he got mad. He tried to pack the court. You know, he had his moments of peak. But he was a realist. I mean, he realized when things weren't going well and he needed to change them. I don't think we can do that in politics today. We become so invested in going our particular Who direction. Who is that, FDR you're talking about? Yes, FDR. No. I see nothing. I was not here. I did not even get up this morning. <laughs> Well, that was a quote from President Biden. That <laughs> <laughs> was not. That was Sergeant Schultz, the late oh, Sergeant okay. well, Schultz. Oh, okay. Well, it sounded awfully much like the president. <laughs> yeah, he's a World War II German veteran you don't hear much about. He was not tried in any warm crime trial. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, the, and I think the Republicans would fall for this, too. You know, nobody wants to take responsibility because I guess unless you can pin it on somebody, people are going to hold you responsible. Now, should Joe Biden be held responsible for inflation? Not all of well, it. Well, partially. But I think at least 60% of it is his doing. Well, I would say it used to be 10%. It's probably up to 20 or 30% now. But uh, the the fact of the matter is that he does have a say in inflation, and he does have some say in gasoline prices. Now, I think he's probably doing two of the things that you can do that relate to gasoline prices. One is easing the ethanol rules, and the other one is, what, 10 Which is going to force up the pipe price of food because corn is going to go up. It, well, it's, I'm sure that'll be a factor in all of this, but I'm just saying that he's doing two things that can help. But there's, you know, it's like a no-win situation. It doesn't matter what he does now. He's sort of in a hapless state. Uh, Chris, oh, geez, we couldn't have called him and got him on the yeah, line. Yeah, so we have a, one of our leading Biden apologists on the line. Well, I think Chris oh, is just geez. a factual realist. You're a Republican Party apologist, I guess, huh? <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. You're on the mark. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, uh, the inflation of the Russian situation between oil and uh, the agricultural crops that are produced in Ukraine is going to be a huge inflation creator. And that absolutely uh, is not Biden's fault at all that part of it. And that's obviously the, the, the biggest inflation of the current moment. Well, we haven't seen that yet. You're saying it could be, but it hasn't been yet. Because well, the, the agriculture part the, the, is creeping things up. Well, not even creeping things up. In some countries, it's jumping in, in, immensely already. But uh, that hasn't hit America yet that much on that part, but the gas has. And, of course, gas prices were going up long before Putin no. invaded the Ukraine. Yes, they were going up because of the return of the, return of the economy. Right. Again, Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. He created six billion new jobs yeah, last he month. he created the return of the economy. That created some inflation. That's true. That's the economy bounced back on its own, Chris, and all and he then, did was stay out of the way. Yeah, well... Sometimes that's the best thing. Stay anyway. out of the way. Right. How so? 
He didn't do anything to screw up the jobs numbers. All, and they just came back because people went back to work and things opened oh, up again. Oh, I see. That didn't have anything to do with anything he passed. Uh, no, it didn't, to be oh, honest okay. with you. okay. That, 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 nothing to do with it at all. What what did have something to do with it was the second I, stimulus I bill. I think you're going a little crazy now, Joe. The second stimulus bill that raised much more and spending and, and raised inflation again. He's the only guy I know who thinks that spending more money doesn't infect it doesn't affect inflation. Well, the Republicans apparently didn't think that when Trump was president. They uh, they did the they first didn't bill. Think cutting taxes uh, creates a bigger deficit and more inflation. The, did fir- they? the first stimulus did bill. They? The first stimulus. Yes I'm no, trying no. to answer your Come question. On. The first stimulus bill had overwhelming Republican and Democratic support. That's right. And and uh, and and when Trump was president, the Republicans loved giving people back money with Trump's name on it. Didn't they? But inflation was next to nothing back then, Chris. And it was an, eff- an effort to stimulate yes, the economy. Yes, a good time to do something about it, too. They Instead, did. They, they stimulated the economy. They more in debt. Oh, but look and at how much... Another $2 trillion after the COVID hit, right? He brought business Thank back you. to this country. He brought, it, say he, yes, he brought we'll industry. He brought industry back to this country. Let's he say yes, cut Joe. regulations, no, made it possible, do, made that, it possible for businesses, made thing. it possible for businesses to succeed. <laughs> go look at the figures on that. Just go look at the figures. All right, he agrees with you okay, on that now, point. Moving uh, on. No, I don't. <laughs> now, you also minimize the democracy thing. What, are you there? Yes, yeah, we're listening. We're listening. Okay. Uh, you also minimize the democracy thing, and the Republicans have been coherently planning to make very political things that weren't political in the past, to put the Republican Party control in, and they also had at least 100 representatives behind the, the plan to overturn the election. And you don't think that's a, that's a weakening of democracy caused by Republicans, or do you think that's a weakening? I think the fact that caused by Republicans. I think the fact that we can have that kind of debate in this country is one of our great strengths. If I don't like the way the election came okay, out, that's a, that's let me a answer point, your question. That's a diversion. Let me answer your question. If 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 <laughs> I believe the election was fraudulent, I have every right to protest it, as you have every right to stand up for it if you believe it was accurate. So and I'm not following those Republicans. How the Republicans were, t- were trying to subvert the election through Trump. And how about the Democrats who stuffed the ballot box? Right to hide your head head in the sand. How about how about the Democrats who stuffed the ballot boxes in various locations around the country? You know they did things that were incorrect. I can read. I would point you to a book called "Deliver the Vote." You ought to read it sometime, and you realize that most of the Democrats have been the ones. I have uh, my uh, my relative. Matt Anthony Wayne, and he was involved in his, his campaign, tried to fix ele- an election in the 1700s. You're related to Matt Anthony Wayne? Yeah, I've mentioned that a couple times. Oh, you I must have missed that. What's yeah, the... you miss it both times, I guess. Well, now I, I have more respect for you. He was one of my favorite generals. As a matter of fact, my yeah, family... Was, uh, he was the only good general uh, <laughs> Washington had. <laughs> my, no, not not true. He had a few others. But my family came from Waynesboro. My mother's family came from Waynesboro, which was named after him. Yes, and his bones are scattered from Erie to Waynesboro. Yeah, right. <laughs>
Well, we found something we can agree on, Chris. <laughs> but but you, you 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 don't really seem to think that the, the what the Republican Party is doing by trying to politicize election positions in the state has any negative effect at all. But look look at the you way really elections. Believe that? You really believe that elections in the past were run a certain way. The only reason we modified them was because of the pandemic. Now that the pandemic is abating, oh, wait, now let me finish. That's not true. Now that the pandemic is abating, we're we're trying to keep in all these things that were done as a temporary measure. Yep. And you can't d- deny that Pennsylvania did something illegal in allowing what the Secretary of State did right before the election. So, you know, there there are. People People who are upset about that kind of stuff. Well, let them be upset, but it didn't cause any fraud, and the talk that it did is just nonsense. So, uh, what do you base that on? Well, because none's been found. In fact, in Arizona, where they did much the same changes in some ways, uh, they just had another report done by the Republicans out there that again came in. Oh, nothing to see here, it well, turns they, out. Chris, they but never... Do, they do never people f- still call up? Do 50% of Republicans still believe the Trump actually won the re- election? Hey, Chris, yes. they never found Bigfoot, but that doesn't mean he doesn't exist. That's right, and that's about as... Uh, there's probably more Bigfoots running around than there are voter frauds. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't bet on that if I were you. Yeah, well, oh you can look at the Republicans in North Carolina... Word of the day, big. And, and did, did you know that? Notice that most of the recounts all have uh, Republican uh, Trump votes declining, and by a few hundred, and a negligible amount and of in course, the election. There's as that it turns out paragon but of a paragon of election. Why nobody asks? Well, how come these Trump votes got counted, and nobody's right. investigating? When they're in their big reports on it, they well, don't. You think, know, when why, you, when how you, did those extra three hundred? When you blame Republicans for this, you forget Stacey Abrams never accepted her defeat. All right. This, uh, Chris, thank you so much for calling in. Very much appreciated. Uh, Joe's not listening to you, and so it doesn't work. She did something about it, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she claimed fraud. <laughs> she claimed fraud. All right. Thank you. No. Thank no, you, sir. She, she, she created a popular swell for Democrats in Georgia. All right. All. We got you. Thank you, sir. Which is, yeah, they, they wrote a song about that, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. Say thank you, Chris. Yeah, the night the lights turned on in Joe's mind. <laughs> Say thank you, Chris. <laughs> Bye. See you, buddy. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Speedy dialers. you got one caller waiting. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Hogan's Heroes. 
And here's another uh, soundbite from one of our good uh, Bucknell leaders of years past. America has changed and changed and changed, and I think it changes for the better. We have proven our success, and we're going to get better yet. Yep, he says we keep getting better. Dr. Gary Soika, we keep getting better and better. All right, Ken, thanks for waiting through all of that. You are on the mark. You get two minutes. I don't even need two minutes. I just, uh, I believe that Chris is a very dedicated and loyal Democrat. For the simple fact, I've never heard him state any statistics, any type, or anything he claims to be true or untrue. See, uh, and I guess he doesn't do anything but listen to MSNBC and CNN. There are so many other stories out there about everything he discusses and beats it to death and beats it to death. He is so dedicated, I don't even think Chris is Chris. I think Chris Schiller's playing some kind of damn game. <laughs> no, get, it's Chris. Trying to get her word across to everybody in the United States. Chris, Chris, my mother used to say, better to be sought an idiot than open your mouth and prove it. That's all I have to say about that. Gentlemen, have a great day. Chris, But Craig, Ken, you also run the risk, though, that somebody says the same thing about you. We appreciate That's you. <laughs> that can happen. That's Happens fine. to me every day. And better yeah. to remain quiet and thought a fool than open my mouth and erase all doubt. I think Joe said that to me the day I was hired. Uh, Judy, you're on the mark. Uh, yes. I have a favorable thing to say about our Chris. He's usually so good at clarifying things. I was wondering if maybe he could clarify the one he just mentioned. Now, is it big foot or big feet? I look forward to hearing what he has to say. <laughs> okay. Actually, thank I you. said I That's said all that. I have to say. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Judy. All right. Uh, thank I you. Me- oh, I believe I mentioned Bigfoot, not Chris. Well, anyway. Right. All right. Lower right-hand corner. Says, hey, Chris, inflation was at 7.9% before Putin invaded Ukraine. That's on Biden, not Putin, like the left claims. Yeah, I think things that happened in the Ukraine are, are uh, certainly exacerbating inflation, but it was, of course, fuel prices were already climbing. And, uh, you know, the inflation was already high. And, you know, but, had, the, you know, we did things. The previous administration did things and the previous Congress did things to make inflation higher, like giving everybody $3,000 when they had nothing to do with it. And then all of a sudden they open all the gates and they say, OK, spend it now. Well, guess what? Prices go up. Well, that's true. But on the other hand, it was a stimulus bill that everybody agreed needed to be done to, to as a temporary stopgap measure to make things a little better. Right. We yes, there were down. consequences to that. And there were consequences. I mean, look at, thank God for Joe Manchin. He's may, maybe stood in the doorway and saved democracy, since we're talking about <laughs> saving democracy. No, he, he just helped America get better and better. That's what he did. You so. know, it's... The president has an obligation. He's He's got the buck. And if the buck stops with him, then he should admit it. And he should do the kind of things necessary. But what I don't see in this in, this administration is any introspection. They can't look at what they're doing and saying, maybe this isn't working. They just double down on it. Of that. I, they I, double down. I, I don't think they're remorseful. I don't think they see them as... I don't, th- I, I don't think Joe Biden thinks this administration is failing. So <laughs> I, He's probably the only one, he and Chris. Uh, well, I don't know. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Very, very much appreciated. We'll take this up tomorrow. Charlie Garreau is going to be here. This is WDK, OK, Sunbury.